The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, August 8th edition. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, it's fun, fun baseball action everywhere. Tom Kim in golf, the youngster winning his first tournament. It was just awesome to see. Great stuff all around. Hope you guys had a good time and enjoyed yourselves. We're back for another week of MLB action for you. Again, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you have any questions there, or join us in the free Fantasy DGEN's Discord. We'll get you popping on that one. If you download this and listen to it in podcast form, if you give it a rate and review on iTunes, I truly would appreciate it. Or if you watch it on YouTube, give it the old thumbs up and add a comment. That helps out a ton as well. All right, let's get it cracking for you. Seven-game slate on your Monday to wet the whistle. The totals, Blue Jays-Orioles, nine and a half. Reds-Mets, eight and a half. Waiting on Wrigley. Nationals-Cubs should be a doozy. Giants-Padres, eight. A's-Angels, seven. Pirates-D-Bags, eight. Yankees, Mariners, eight. We've got a couple more we're still waiting for there. But uh, lots of offense. We'll have to watch the weather as it's been wet on the northeast of late. So keep an eye on that situation. But for now, business as usual. Pitching on this slate. You got Chris Bassett at home against the Cincinnati Reds. Bassett at 9300 bucks, Most expensive pitcher. That tells you how the quality of pitching is. We had a lot of aces over the last couple of days. So it's going to be a little dismal the next few. But Bassett's been outstanding. 23 or more points in three or four starts. Gets a Cincinnati Reds team you know you can pick on. Striking out 24% of the time for his right-handed pitching this past month with a 99 WRC+. plus. You're not in Great American Small Park. Pitching's rough on this slate. No problem going to Chris Bassett. But as weird as this sounds, for longtime listeners of the show, I prefer Blake Snell at $8,800 over Chris Bassett at $9,300. I bought into Snell. I was all over him last time. He's been filthy. He's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, 21 or more points in five of his last six uh, starts. He's been great. He shut down the Giants for six innings, one earned, 11 Ks. Back on July 8th for 34.5 DK points. This Giants team is getting worse and worse out there. They did get Thyro Estrada back over the weekend, which will help against lefties, but still very, very bad team. They're striking out 24% of the time versus lefties in this past month. Uh, they do have a 260 average, 220 ice, and a 129 WRC+. J.D. Davis has been a welcomed addition over the weekend, but no Darren Ruff, no Longoria. It's a beat-up team. Slater's still good. J.D. Davis isn't bad. Thyro Estrada coming back is nice as well. But I like taking the chance with Blake Snell and that strikeout strike upside, $8,800. I like that one quite a bit. 
Cole Irvin at 8,200 is interesting. He kind of let us down his last time out, gave up two earned over six, only struck out four. He's not a big strikeout guy. He's got four, four, eight, and four. Those are strikeouts in his last four starts. But before this last one, at 20 or more DK points. He has to be very, very efficient. He just wasn't efficient enough in his last start. But it's a weak slate, 8,200 bucks going up against the Angels, a team that strikes out 22.5% of the time versus lefties with a 57 WRC plus over the last month. So you can go to Cole Irvin if you need to. There's other options. Like I'd rather go to Blake Snell at 88, rather go to Chris Bassett at 93. I'd probably rather go to Zach Gallon at $7,900 against the Pittsburgh Pirates instead of Cole Irvin. Irvin's still fine. It's a weird slate. You can get different. But Gallon's got 15-plus point upside like on the regular right now. Put up 32 points three starts ago. And he gets the wonderful Pittsburgh Pirates to attack. Striking out 24% of the time the past month versus righties. 225 average, 122 ISO, 82 WRC+. So a really intriguing spot there for Zach Gallon if you want to go at 7,900. Other than that, it gets rough uh, as you go down. Jose Suarez will entice some people. He's are hitting a little better. And plus, I just don't trust Jose Suarez. But I get the argument if you want it. I'm going to watch the weather. If the weather's fine, Keegan Thompson at $6,700 against the Washington Nationals is interesting. He got beat up against St. Louis his last time out. Just tr- just trucked Pittsburgh. Got beat up by the Mets. Trucked the Dodgers. Go figure. So he's put up minus 4, 31. Minus 6, 26. He's got an elite ceiling for $6,700. He also has a $6,700 floor. That's the difference. But I'll take that ceiling in a matchup against the Washington Nationals, a depleted Washington Nationals team that if you still look at the month stats, he's you know they only strike out eighteen and a half percent of the time, two thirty seven average, eighty six WRC plus. That mainly includes Juan Soto and Josh Bell. I cannot wait till later this month when those numbers are gone and it's a whole different ball club. So Keegan Thompson at sixty seven hundred is enticing if you need to punt. I'm not sure you're going to need to though. There's no pitchers over ten k, so that makes it very feasible as well. So recapping your pitching, Chris Bassett at ninety three is totally fine, zero problem with that at all. I just prefer saving a little bit and getting to Blake Snell at 8800 bucks. If you want to pair them together, go for it. But I got Snell as my number one on this slate. If you want to go Cole Urban, fine. I want Zach Gallon at $7,800, a little cheaper than Cole Urban. So like Bassett, Gallon, Snell, Gallon, Snell, Bassett would be a great way to do things. If you need to punt, Keegan Thompson's in play. But I think if you can stay at Gallon and above, you're going to feel better about life. But in tournaments, Thompson, like I said, he could get destroyed but he has legit got you 26-plus points two of his last four starts. You don't find that very often in the 6K range. That's what makes him a great tournament play, so keep that in mind as well. All right, let's go to the bats. There will be lots of them, as you can tell, because pitching is hashtag not good on this slate. Uh, catcher's position for you. The Cubs, If hopefully the weather is favorable. Great spot against Anibal Sanchez. Wilson Contreras at $4,900 is a very, very juicy spot in that one. Alejandro Kirk has quieted down a bit, but still $4,300 against Jordan Lyles. Not bad. I'd rather pay up for Contreras or save some cash at the position. Like I'd even be willing to save 200 bucks, go Carson Kelly against Tyler Beatty uh, at 4,100. That seems like a spot to target. Um, other guys, you know, you got your, your, your Padres Alfaro or no lovers, Alex Wood. I respect Wood enough to not go crazy, but those are good situations if you so choose. But I do like, again, if you're not using Blake Snell in a tournament, I like the idea of Joey Bart. Joey Bart is swinging the bat very, very well since he got recalled from the minors, especially versus left-handed pitching, really flexing his muscles. So I like Snell tonight. I like him a lot. If you're going to fade Blake Snell, who's probably going to be very, very chalky, Joey Bart at $2,800 is a very good tournament play in that regard. First base position on this slate, uh, you can go Shohei anytime you want. Vladito, same thing, but I'll prefer... Pete Alonso, as Justin Dunn makes his first start of the year for the Cincinnati Reds. Pete Alonso's on fire at 6,100. I go that direction. 
Oregon on a Christian Walker at 30. I think he is 26 of the year on Sunday. He's 3,800 bucks for Tyler Beatty. So Arizona might be at a little bit of a discount going up against Tyler Beatty, which is a very, very nice spot to be in. Um, other ones to target Don, Dan Vogelbach has been crazy. 37 hundo. If you're really feeling like getting frisky, uh, Ryan Mountcastle has been quiet, but he gets you say Kikuchi. If it's the bad, you say that's a great $3,100 price tag. So tournaments, you can look at Ryan Mountcastle in that scenario. Other than that, uh, Frank Schwindel at 2,300 bucks for Animal Sanchez. Uh, Schwindel has been struggling tremendously, but they keep throwing him out there. So you get a cheap Frank at 2,300 bucks for Animal Sanchez. If you're stacking the Cubs, that's not a bad way to go on this one. Second base position, uh, DJ, I'm not sure, but I'll take Cattell Marte at 5K against BD. I think that's a really uh, fun spot to target. Or you go down to like Jeff McNeil at 44 versus Dunn. Um, Adam Frazier, maybe cash, not so much tournaments. Ramon Urias at 34 bucks versus Kikuchi. I can definitely uh, see that being a nice play. San- Santiago Espinal at 3K versus Jordan Lyles. Um, Toronto's going to be very popular against Jordan Lyles. That's the highest game total on the slate. So a guy like Espinal could make you a little different in that regard. So keep him in mind. Other than that, not too much down below for now. Uh, third base position, Brandon Drury, 50, he's 500 more than Machado. That is ridiculous. Uh, give me Josh Rojas at 47 or give me Matt Chapman at 47. I like, I, I like the Padres. love the Padres. I like Alex Wood, too. I respect him. So I'm just kind of worried on that one. So give me Josh Rojas against Beatty or Matt Chapman, who's crushing everything against Jordan Lyles. And if you want to be really different, Patrick Wisdom or Sandoval Sanchez. I keep mentioning it on the show. Wisdom is showing some great improvements in play discipline, striking out a lot less, more balls in play. The way he hits the ball so hard, that's going to result in very good things, obviously. So Patrick Wisdom at 46 is a nice tournament play as well. So Rojas, Chapman, Wisdom, live in that world instead of paying 5K and above for your Padres third baseman. It's where I'd be staying on the slate going below 4k though to brian hayes um he was one of the barrel leaders this past week he's 3500 bucks for his gallon i don't want to really want to stack pittsburgh versus arizona but like one-offs because brian hayes could be one to, to circle as a nice 3500 value in that matchup i do like similar to the joey bart take jd davis he's already hit two home runs in his first four games for the gigantes and he's only 2200 versus blake snell and we know in his entire career he hits lefties very very well he looks like he's comfortable with the giants he's swinging it well if you want to be contrarian, a tournament, JD Davis at 2200 bucks is a great price tag in this situation. Uh, shortstop position is going to be top heavy as usual. Lindor, but Bichette, 4500 bucks is too cheap. I played him on Sunday. If you look at his game logs, he's really starting to heat up. DK price hasn't come back. He used to be 5K regularly, over 5K regularly. He's sitting down here at 4500 bucks against Jordan Lyles. It's a great price point. He's batting fifth or sixth. It kind of is off everybody's radar like, compared to what he used to be. So, really, really good spot there for Bo Bichette. Uh, Thyro Estrada, if you are fading Snell, sure. He does hit lefties extremely well. But Jorge Mateo at $3,500 for his Kikuchi, not too shabby. But in reality, I just want to pay for Bichette at 45 Like O'Neill Cruz in a tournament, sure. Lindor's great, but give me Bichette at 45 I think that's a great price point on this slate. Outfield will be loaded, absolutely loaded. Uh, Judge is fine. Mention Otani. Uh, Soto's eventually going to have a huge game. for the. He keeps walking. He's walking even with the Padres. It's, it's wild to watch those games. Just walks, walks, walks. That's what he does. But um, Charlie Marte at 54, I don't think many will pay that price point. That is a really good spot there versus um, Dunn. And a lot won't pay 47 for Nimmo. Nimmo leading off for the Mets. You put him in front of uh, uh, Pete Alonso on your stack. That could be a, a nice way to, to target things as well. Teoscar Hernandez is swinging it well. So you got like a Hernandez and a Bichette type stack there and then have some fun with that. Taylor Naquin at 45 is not too shabby. I prefer uh, Teoscar, but both very much in play for you. 
uh, low 4Ks and below Ian Happ's 4,200 bucks. Kind of quieted down, but a great spot for Hannibal Sanchez. Ryan Reynolds is there. Lourdes Gurriel's hitting towards the top of the Toronto lineup with uh, George Springer on the IL. He's only 4, uh, 4K versus Jordan Lyles, so keep that in mind with Lourdes. Uh, Jesse Winker hit a grand slam on Sunday. He's 3,800 bucks for Jameson Tyon. Winker is getting better. The average has not really improved a lot, but because overall plate discipline is quality of contacts, he's looking very, very good over the last like three, four weeks or so. So Winker at thirty eight hundred bucks, I'd keep him on the radar for tournaments. Austin Slater, if you're fading Snell at thirty six hundred bucks, I almost feel like I have to make a giant stack in like one lineup just to fade Snell because he's gonna be so chalky. Like I love him tonight; he's so chalky. Uh, Mitch Hanniger is back for Seattle. Seattle, you can get some value with Winker and Hanniger down here. This could be a little fun mini stack as well to save some cash. Kind of digging that already. Um, other bats down here, Trent Grisham, it's lefty-lefty. He has lefties actually really well, so keep an eye on that. But another Toronto value for you, Rymel Tapia, hitting eighth year, seventh or eighth most days. He's only 2900 bucks against Jordan Lyles. That's one I like a lot. I'll have that one um, circled. Uh, hopefully he's in the lineup. He should be. But that would be one I'd want to target for sure. And other than that, um, you know, check your lineups. You can make arguments for a handful of guys, but I'm not in love with a lot of them at this point in time. But uh, see what uh, pops out there for you. Recapping your pitching real quick, you got the likes of Chris Bassett up top at 93, Blake Snell at 88. Blake Snell is my number one on this slate, but expect them to be everybody's number one, and they should be extremely chalky. You can go Cole Irvin at 82 if you want, but I prefer Zach Gallon at 79. Both fine plays, though. I'd like to live in the Zach Gallon and above range, but if you have to punt, Keegan Thompson at 6700 bucks is where I'll be planting that flag. Stacking things up on this slate, Toronto is a phenomenal stack. I don't mind the game stack with Baltimore. Highest total on the slate. Kikuchi's very hit and miss. It's either you stack Baltimore or you play Kikuchi's the way I see it, but we'll see how that one goes. Um, but Toronto for sure. Love the Mets versus Justin Dunn. I think Dunn's got a great future. Just has not shown it lately. I like the uh, Cubs a lot versus Hannibal Sanchez. Arizona versus Beattie is a really nice spot as well. So uh, have some fun with that. That's where the main ones are. And then I don't mind Seattle against Tyon to be a little bit different. That could be fun. But mainly focusing on Toronto, New York, Chicago, Arizona. That would be my main focuses. Uh, you can mix and match some other pieces as well. But that'll do it, folks. Fun seven-game slate to get us back started on the week. Hope you guys, again, had a great week. And if you guys give a rate and review to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify, I would appreciate it. If you're watching it on YouTube, give it the old thumbs up. Leave a comment in the comment section. That helps out as well. Um, and you know, I'm on Twitter at BDN trick. If you have any questions, but for now, be back with you guys tomorrow night for your Tuesday preview. But this was MLB DFS quick hits your Monday, August 8th edition. I'm out. <laughs>